you have you had restless legs, which I thought was no. a myth until no, I, I experienced That's it. That's like the one thing I ha- I haven't had. Yeah, well. Maybe I have that to look forward to the next month. I don't know. Are we annoying all of our listeners with this? Or you Probably. Think, or or we're, what, I mean, scaring them? Maybe they're I don't scaring know. them. <laughs> is what we're hey, doing. Dear listeners, we're, I'm scared. We're doing pregnancy talk today. <laughs> I've just crashed on, on this couch. Uh, that's Amy, everyone. Amy is my pregnant wife, obviously. And that's Anna Ferris. Yeah, fuck you, Sim. <laughs> fuck you. I'm supposed to be learning my lines, and you came over here to my dressing room right before my show. To make me do ad reads. Well, I have a baby on the way. I need to make some money. Yeah, I know. Is love life going well? Yeah. Because, you know, I always joke about like how when we do ad reads, it's so you can continue to get laid. Absolutely. And I'm sure when we do our ad reads, you're going to mention that again. <laughs> I mean, I know we have Blue Apron coming up, so <laughs> I, I think mean, you look, will. there's going to be a transition that happens. Sure. <laughs> have yeah. you heard of, you know, the idea of a pelvic floor before? Of course you have, right? Well, I heard you talk about it. And, yeah. And, and I never really thought much about Kegels until recently. And now everything I read is like, do your Kegels. Okay, we're going to talk about pelvic floor in about a month. <laughs> yeah. When you will feel. When it is like on the floor. <laughs> your pelvic, yeah. I hate <laughs> all our terms for our anatomy. Anyway, whatever. Okay. How about Sim, right now we talk reads. about something completely. No, wait, wait, before we get to ad reads, we okay. have feedback from last week. Okay, great. Okay, okay. great. So... I don't know if you remember from last week, and that was Bo Burnham's episode. We talked to Madeline. Madeline, she's five years older than her boyfriend, and she feels really insecure about that. And Bo says that there's a cultural double standard where the woman is older in the relationship. He adds that he can relate because there's a 12-year age gap between him and his current girlfriend. And that was really interesting because I didn't even know that when we picked the call. And Bo reassures Madeline that her boyfriend is not missing out on his glory days. Anna, you and I told her that she should forget the weirdness coming from her friends and her family because that'll go away in time. And Anna, you told her to embrace the freedom of getting older and just enjoy the relationship. And then Bo ends by saying that life is chaotic and that sometimes something this arbitrary as age shouldn't really keep her from the happiness that she's found with her boyfriend. Okay, great. Sim. Yeah. But listen, I don't know if I ever said the words you should embrace the idea of getting older. This was probably uh, an, an interpretation you, you, from yeah. Daniela, who yeah. gave me, wrote me a little recap. Okay, great. Okay, great. So you can I just, just can't imagine. Daniela, our former student. Yeah. Okay, now great. intern. Okay, great. Yeah. I just don't think I said that. I probably said something uh, like a version of like, yeah, it fucking happens. Do you need me to fire Daniela? No, I'm just saying I don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going like- to fire her. <laughs> She's amazing. Daniela, yeah. we love you. Yeah. You said you felt relief when you turned 30. That's true. Okay. That's true. Fine. 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 All right. Anyways, Roxanne wrote us and Roxanne wrote, Greetings. I was listening to today's episode with Bo Burnham during the advice call when Madeline said her age gap was five years. I literally rolled my eyes so hard I almost fell over. Although, I do understand most of her feelings because I myself am 43 and my fiance is 29. It took me a good year to stop feeling most of what Madeline talked about, but I can honestly say that I am in the best relationship I've ever had. Lee is the most loving, caring, generous man I've ever known. He's my best friend, and he is amazing to my kids. One, which I must add, is only 10 years younger than him, LOL. I also never considered getting married until I met him, and he proposed to me a year after we began dating, and I can't wait to marry this man. Madeline just needs to be happy. Who cares what anyone else says? Time will pass, and she will think less and less about the age gap and spend more time being happy with a man she loves and adores her. Thanks so much for the show, guys. I love you. Oh, thanks, Roxanne. And I wish my name was Roxanne. You like that name? I do. Roxanne? Do you know I mean... who sings the song Roxanne? Sting? The police? 
Nice job. Nice job. You don't have to put on the red light. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, no, no, no. We got a lot of feedback. A lot of the same. So this resonated with our listeners and people are in the same situation. And I guess the advice is don't worry about it. I love it. Live your life. I love that. And And now. And now what? I wasn't done. I wasn't done. Uh, well, oh, now you're waiting for me? And now David Spade. <laughs> David Spade just walked in. And he says that if the roles were reversed, that he would know how to do this well. No, I said I wouldn't know how to do it well. I said it would be hard to interview you, even though you're a very interesting, charismatic person. That would make it easy. do you think that that's male ego, that you don't know how to ask questions? Oh, that might be true, that guys don't know how to do it, and girls do. Fuck you. Oh. Um, (laughs) That's probably the earliest fuck you I've gotten in an interview. uh, (laughs) So, all right, let's let's do it then. Give me some questions. Yes, come on. Ah, See, I'm already blanking. Um... Uh, I did see House Bunny uh, probably three days ago on TV and loved it and thought you were great in it. How far did you get through? That's it? sort of just a compliment. Yeah, um, thanks. Because uh, uh, there's it. no truth in what you just said. It is. I thought it was funny. And no. I went to the set. Yeah, I know. To see Fred. And then I saw you guys. It was great. Didn't you think you did a good job in that? That's a good question. Did I think I did, did a, a good, good job, job in House Bunny? Acting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of that movie. I would be. I thought a lot of people, it was very well received. You should not have your own podcast. You have to, like, do something more intriguing. (laughs) That's why I said I'm bombing already. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Sim, get in here. Is this, (laughs) is this like, I I was thinking about the mentality of stand-up comics because I admire the format so much and the personalities and we've had like incredible stand-up comedians on the podcast, but it's always been kind of challenging because I think that there's, you know, a self-involvement because there's sort of this solitary brilliance where it makes it difficult to engage or listen because you are focused on me. Yeah, you can hold the microphone closer. I don't know if you feel like it. I don't know. I don't know. It sort of hangs down here better, but can you, Do you hear want, it? You don't want to wear these? It, I'm totally, I'm telling you, it makes you feel safer. Put them on. Have you ever been accused of being a bully? I've, I have been bullied, but oh, I think that all, sort of switching all good it around. bullies have been uh, Oh, you get bullied. good at it by being bullied? I was bullied. I was the biggest pipsqueak. Now, this is hard to believe. By the way, you know what's funny about bullying? That we're aware of it now, it's detrimental, it's horrible, and it hasn't gotten fucking 1% better. It's like every kid in high school is like, I'm bullied every second of every day. Instagram, everything, it's all But that, do you think it's like social media bullying that's increased or? Well, social media bullying, I would have been better at when, because I was uh, not as good of a fighter back then. So I would have been, I would like to take pot shots from my computer, be a little (laughs) easier. So I think it's better era for bullies right now. Um, because you don't have to be tough <laughs> back then. You had to actually be able to beat everyone up and you'd physically go up and be a bully. And those, I miss those days. Where did you grow up? Arizona. Okay. KZ. Do you miss it? I do. I go back a lot. I have two best friends from high school there. And uh, What keeps your friendship going? I don't know. That's a great question. 
No, it, but truly, is it like, is it nostalgia? Yeah, a little bit. There's something about that I knew them early on and we were all friends already, so I didn't have to win them over. And then, or I just won them over on some sort of real friendship front instead of they work for me or something. <laughs> one time, remember uh, Farley in the old days, one time we were in, a, in one of our many uh, arguments and he was going to dinner. One of your many arguments? All right, that's well, a thread to, to pull later. No, no, no. But we were just, you know, we were like a married couple bickering all the time. But but we went to dinner once. It was his birthday, and he got mad at me. So I go, all right, I'm not coming to your stupid birthday. And he goes, good, I don't want you to. And uh, I go, you know what? It's going to be your manager, your agent, your accountant, and and your publicist. I go, I was going to be the one guy there that wasn't on the payroll, but you blew it. And he goes, oh. That was a cut too deep. That was a too that real. Was a good dig, though. It's true, though. Yeah. You ever see these people there at these parties, and you're like, that person works and works and works and works. And works. Oh, and it's like there's an undercurrent of obligation yeah. that you have to that I you get it. You get it. It's hard to... And I look at each of my people. I go, we're 70% friends. We're 10% friends. Because some are just in it just to, for the work. Sometimes my agent will send me an email saying like, oh, you know, we're, we want to come by, you know, your, your Friday shoot of mom. Mm. And we both know that neither party wants this there. <laughs> yeah. You don't want them to come. They don't want to come. Yeah. And it's like, I just want to check in, just make sure. It's like, I, I know that you're doing your obligation. Yeah. I'm um, still going to pay every week. Don't worry. I was shooting in the Capitol of Saskatchewan. It's mm, a nice area. Called Regina. Mm-hmm. Do you know Regina? Have you ever been there? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> and um, my, my <laughs> team. Yeah, they did not yeah. come to fucking Vagina, did I they? I told them, I was like, they, they were like, oh, all right, we, we're having a group phone call. And, and it's January, late January in Regina. Um, Trying to get on the same Southwest it's flight. Like negative 40. Yeah. At least. I said, you guys, please, please, please don't What come. are we going to do when you get here? Yeah. They were like, oh, thank God. Oh, you called them off. Thank you. I mean, how fun is it for them to sit in Video Village and just uh, be on their phones? Yeah. yeah. It, and it felt like, and what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I've got like four lines I'm supposed to memorize. I can't even do that. I'm I like your little entertain. necklace. Thank you. It's cute. Thank you. Oh, nice diversion. Spade. I don't think I'm trying to you, take the heat have, off of a giant. Do you have town. nicknames? <laughs> uh, Spudley. You do? Uh, yeah. Where'd that come from? Spudley was a Dennis Miller one from Saturday Night Live. Spudley. And uh, Raider. My nickname is The Raider. I'm sorry, are you getting some text? What's going on? Uh huh. <laughs> You're not even. No. Nope. Unashamed. Nope. Fucking. I have something to show you. Oh. Okay, so Michael Sherman, Anna, put your shirt back my up. sweet dear assistant, yes, sent me this this morning, and I would like just oh, no. for you to um, he he likes to keep me posted. Uh, I I would like for you to absorb and read out loud if you don't mind. Uh, just reminder: David Spade is known for having a huge dick. Well, just a reminder: <laughs> bring it up. That's going to be the first 45 minutes, and at the end, you can talk about his audiobook. Um, uh, Any thoughts? Thoughts, ideas? No, it's not true. That, that's, that's my sweet, sweet, dear assistant over there. Over here, yeah. Yeah. We are out of stuff to ask already from the start. What? The wiener oh, question is no, no. a good one. You got a long way to go. <laughs> um, okay, I have first a heart of all, out is it true? Uh, it's not true, but 
I think these girls say it because honestly, there's no other reason to go out with me. So people go, why do you go with them? And they go, well, you don't even know. It's like major weenage. And they're like, okay. Wait, Anna, can I say something? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Here, I'm Get sorry to butt in. No, but the same. first time I met you, you know, I mean, I don't expect you to remember this, but I met you at a party. This is back in 2000. 2000. Okay. It, it was at, uh, do you remember uh, Estella Warren? Yeah. Okay, so it was at her house. She was having like a get together. I do first, think I might remember this party. This is one of my first like Hollywood parties. Yeah, I, how Kevin, you Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys, oh, one of my few celebrity friends damn. at the time, our, one of our friends, he brought yeah, me. I thought I was and, like your big celebrity first well, friend. Well, no, you were. And you were, Shit. and then, but Kevin was right after you. Fuck but he you. brought me to this party, and you were there. And obviously, every we've all heard just what an amazing ladies' man you are. We've yeah. all heard the stories. But just to see you in action, it wasn't that, you know, I was, I was like, he must have the most amazing game ever. It wasn't that. You just made every, the, the woman that you were talking to, you made her so comfortable. I was kind of oh, watching from a distance. That's nice. But it was just, it was this ease of conversation that you had with her and this confidence about yourself where I thought, well, that's the reason. That's, that's a, the reason that he's as successful as you. That is the difference between right? like a faux player and a real player. That's what I'm saying. A real there player no does lines. not underestimate a woman, I think. Right. Right. Well, yeah, I think that's a good. That's a good uh, angle on that. I think also, if you're not like this great looking guy, you have to try. Or you just have your life is about doing other things. You have to try to either be interesting, which is I'm finding a little tougher than I thought it would be, or be fun, or be whatever, or just chat. I mean, it's always a. It's I'm never a hard sell first day. I know guys that I'm like trying to get fucked the first night. I'm like. And it works for a lot of them. If they're on the same low self-esteem meter with the guy, like my most drugged out friends that are like, and then they find some ratty chick and they're like, fucking him a half hour later. I'm like, Jesus, is that how easy it is? But I wouldn't, I wouldn't even try that. It's always like, if I can just get some way to contact him again or something, like that's all I want the first time. Just if we get along at all and then try to figure it out later and then if it works, it works. But you know, they know in five minutes if they like you anyway, so they'll... They'll make some opening to talk to you again or make it easy in some way. Do you think way, that's true? I think if someone likes you, they would hopefully help a little bit. Like When you talk about the first five minutes, like what do you, what do you mean by that? Oh, that's what I'm saying is that I think that if you meet a guy, you're a girl, like you might, that guy in five minutes of chatting, you know he's within 5% whether he's going to, he got a chance with you or not. I don't know. But are some guys just go, hey, remember that guy you met the other night? He wanted to ask you out. And you go, oh, no. Like right away in your head, you go, not for me. Or you go, oh, yeah, you know what? There's something. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know because I, I don't know. And not based on looks, everything, just anything. Like it could just be like vibe, whatever. Yeah. I, I think that I'm really proud. So like I don't <laughs> love, like I, I feel like I can sense a typical manipulation. You mean a guy like flirting with you? or? Yeah. Like in college, like a little the head jerk guy, like the what's up? Oh, um, the head jerk guy. You know, the nod. Yeah, so and or is that like the quiet one? Like you're on my radar. <laughs> yeah, but he's clearly like confident enough to give, you know, the head jerk. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm supposed to be in, intrigued by that idea, which in in and of itself is enough of a manipulation that it actually fucking does sort of work. <laughs> it doesn't work. I never like it's funny went to bed with any head jerking kind of guy, but it is like 
oh, so you're that kind of dick, which is also <laughs> plays into By like the, way, the guys don't even think think it out that much. It's just like nervous reaction. They go, hey, <laughs> you think? Nana's oh, like, uh huh. Okay. God, I never took you're it like, as what? that. Are you sure? I always I don't took know. it as like this dude thinks that because I'm like not nearly as attractive as these other tryouts that. The head jerk works. But you're known for being sort of smoking, and then you're also really funny. And so almost any guy would mention about you thinks you're sexy and adorable. And I'm saying that because it's your podcast. That's easy. They could ask me in any show. Because that's, you've got a great fun vibe, and, you know, vibes are big, you know, with guys and girls. Like either just have a, you know, we were talking, me and my buddy were saying, the thing that they underestimate about girls is like the obvious things are like eyes and lips and blah. But it's like general disposition is a good one. If How do you, you mean? have someone like, whenever you're with them, you know when you see them, they're either going to be a little up, they're going to be sort of fun, or, or there's some girls that are just tough. You always have to bring up to like zero just to get towards. They're, you, they're always work. They're usually like, oh, like, my day mean? was fucking rough, and it's like, uh, oh, here we go. Like they're always an interesting a little character. down, or they're a little. Stressed, okay. right, or, right. and you go, oh yeah, well, and then you're always like picking up the getting the balls in the wait, air. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, can we be out to dinner, and mm-hmm. I'll be like, I don't know, I don't know why I want, wanted to use the character Amber. Yeah, but because that's probably some Houston's hostess. I would date. Correct me when I a, start yeah. to go astray. Yeah, okay. Right. So far, it's kind of on the money, but go ahead. Okay, so we're we're gonna. Do we meet? Oh, no, we're not doing like a, how we're talking. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, 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 we are. Because I want to know this poo, this, you have to correct me. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, this is an acting lesson. Okay. All right, so, oh my God, I'm so sorry I'm late. I just had like the craziest day at work. Yeah, I'm going to take off. (laughs) It seems like you want to be alone. No, come on. No, I know. This is going to be a long dinner. What do we do? That's my inner monologue. It's going to be a long dinner. But I don't mind if I'm out with you and we had hung out and have a bad day. Please have, be down one day. But just generally, some people are just like fun to meet up with or you just click. Even if they're not like, hey, hey, fun. It's just like, oh, they're just pleasant, you know? And some people are hard work. And after a while, you start going, it's fucking. I'm not work. No, no one's saying you. No, I just can't. Oh, you're being the girl. But I'm not hard work. I mean, like literally every every guy that I've ever been with is like, oh my god, you're so chill. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely no complaints. They love me. So you're tired of those types? No, I'm not even tired of that. I was just saying that's just one little thing that over time you start to appreciate more instead of just the basics you start to go oh i like someone that's sort of easy to be with which probably women think on the first day but guys it takes a while to go i like this and bottom and these physical things and the do you think that our numbness towards relationships stems from us losing our brain cells as we get older <laughs> is this our numbness being me and you or just in, in general well in general but also it is i it think maybe uh, there's something to 
the fact that relationships are hard anyway and then in a world of Instagram and Tinder and DMs and where people have a shorter attention span, like there's someone around the corner even more than before. My friends in Arizona, they get married to a girl because they go, hey, I, I work at Motorola. I see the same three girls every day of my life. I pick the prettiest one and we're married for 20 years. And it's a little easier. But if you're out in the world where like your world where you are out and you're in show business and you're pretty and then you just see, you know, crew guys are hitting on you and people are hitting on you and people in the street and the Beverly Center and famous people. So you get a barrage all day. It's probably hard oh, to God. figure out who's like... I don't. Who you would actually react to and maybe give a chance and all that. But in the world of regular people, suddenly there's Tinder and something. So shit, it's just so open that I I see it's harder for relationships these days to stay on track. You don't have to talk about your own like personal I'm not on stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> why are you saying Well, cuz I don't know if you're in a relationship or not. Oh, okay. Oh, you're saying but, I don't have to talk about that yeah, yeah. if but I don't want that's to. That's okay, what that sure. was my preface. Okay, sorry. But do you think I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today who was sort of suggesting that there was a person that got away, like the one that got away. And I don't think that women sort of, and I hate to gender stereotype, I've found that men tend to do that a bit more. Romanticize a Instead of the reality of the day-to-day, they just go, that one would have been better. They do that on The Bachelor a lot. Like they, (laughs) they pick... The one and then the second place. I need you to hold your microphone. They, I'm sorry. They pick, you want it farther? Yeah. They pick the uh, one and then three weeks into the fucking doldrums with no cameras rolling and the fucking sharing the crest white strips and being at home every day and bumping at each other in the kitchen trying to get the knife drawer and they're like, where was that second place chick? She was fucking awesome. Because that's the last they saw with her. It was like lights, camera. Helicopter rides. But I was thinking more of like, is the high school relationship or the college relationship or whatever, do we romanticize it in our head as memory shifts? That like Better than it was. I think it puts a lot of weight on it because it always feels like there's some myth maybe that married people, even women, like go back to like the old, old boyfriends. Like that was the greatest guy in the world and that guy treated me right. and And you just know that in your head, it would probably not play out that way, but there is something about playing it back on if I took a different road. Is yeah, but of saying? course it wouldn't. Yeah. Right, but it's still, it seems like... The romance is, like, romancing, like... Yeah, there's something the, real to that. Of memory, it's like, no, it's so fucking wrong. It's like, the, because it, especially at that time in life, clearly I'm passionate. Right, I was about to say. You, you, you're so self-absorbed that you don't even know who that person was. And sure. They don't know who you were. And but the best the, way to react to that is take it out on your spouse or whoever you're with. Oh, good. Yeah. Just oh. be angry with them at all hey, times. Hey, dear listeners, David Spades. <laughs> Great <laughs> advice. advice. <laughs> this is why, shocking, I'm not married. Uh, oh, I was. I have a question for you now before what? you get into Oh, you life. do? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Do people think you do stand-up because you're funnier than most stand-ups girls? Thanks. And there's a lot of very funny stand-up girls out there. Thanks. But I would think people would think that you've done or have you ever done it? Have you tried it? Or you only do comedy acting? I've, I don't know if I've ever had a complicated compliment slash insult all at the same time. Where was the insult part? <laughs> I think I, can I, can I, can yes. I guess where the insult was? Sim, jump in. Sure, I, sure. I think, I think the insult was, uh, was the notion of, of, of like funny for a, a woman type 
Was that where? Oh, is that what it was? Was that what it was? Okay. Well, oh, okay. I was saying I would okay. ask it to a guy. Say people think you're a. There's a lot of funny comedians, guys. You would never ask that to a dude. I would say, have you ever done stand up? It seems like you have. Like Howard Stern, I'd say, it seems like you could do stand up because you're funnier than most of my comedians. Like for a dude? I might not say comedian guy <laughs> friends, but I did say girl. You're right. No, 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 no. Stand up terrifies me. I don't know the arc of a, a good joke telling scenario at all. I landed in comedy out of luck, which at the time I did not view it as that because I wanted to be like Amelia Earhart or Joan of Arc. Or Great actress. Elizabeth. <laughs> but, um, so, and I also had no idea how to do it. But thank you, though, coming from you, that it's means a lot. It's supposed to be a compliment. And I so appreciate it. But let me ask you, though, what, will you tell me the turn on about stand-up? Well, you've sort of skipped what stand-ups want to do, which is get into movies and TV. So you've already done that. So it's, uh, Are you, sure, you sort of jumped. At, and some like people Jay just Leno love stand-up. Jay would go, like. Jay is a, really the poster child for just loving stand-up. Joe so Rogan. Seinfeld. Joe Rogan. Rogan still loves it, I think. Yeah, but I don't think he wants to do TV or movies. Oh, to just do that, yeah, that's interesting. Bill um, Burr, I would like say I someone. That I just think wants it to taps do, into I something think that's Bill fundamental. Burr would not right? be happy on a TV show <laughs> unless he got to do. If Bill Burr got into all the network notes and shit, he would hate it. You know, people forget that there's that side of it that sucks. But a guy like that probably is at his best as a stand-up. He's great, great to talk to, great to rag on things on stage. He's great. Uh, Seinfeld. Great stand-up, switched into, but he also went back to stand-up. He likes it. I like it. I still do it. So, But this is what I wanted to ask you. So what is the magnetism? Probably how hard it is to put together a joke and the, the uh, phrasing and trying to craft. It sounds more artistic than maybe it is, or I'm trying to no, it is. romanticize it. No, but no, no. There's nothing greater to me than like coming up with a good idea or an angle or something that's just like, ooh, ooh, and that hasn't been done. And and being good at it, having people think I'm good at it and people think that I think are good, you know, that I could be in the same mix with them. Because uh, some of my good friends are really, really good at it and we get together. It's fun to just try to keep up. It's great. Have you ever adjusted, like in terms of performance, a set? I mean, that's a naive yeah. question. Um yeah, I mean, there's some where I'll go, they don't like it dirty, they don't like this. I'll look at my set list and jump ahead and go, that's never going to work here. But it is hard in your head that fast to sort of jump around. Um, sometimes if I'm a little buzzed, I I caught myself the other night at the comedy store and I was thinking about something I had to do the next day. And I was like, am I fucking talking still? Like In my head I go, how am I going to keep talking for another 25 minutes? I don't even know what I'm saying next. I love it that you said that. And I start getting scared. I go, I have to keep talking for 25 minutes. I'm just staring at me. And I go, I almost have a panic attack. I go, God damn it. What am I going to do? And when I'm on stage for an hour and 10 minutes in, it's not working. I go, you're fucking joking. I have to sit here and bomb for another 50 minutes or I don't get paid. That's I'm blown away that, that you go through. I mean, I, I mean, after all this time, I figure that all of you guys go up there and it becomes routine. It is sort it becomes- of secondhand because I couldn't do that. If they offer me money to do the Mirage uh, for a year, you know, those residencies where you do it every night, I'd blow my brains off. Cut to I get offered a million dollars, so I do it tomorrow. But uh, David, guess what? <laughs> so I go there. But, we are starting a stand-up podcast. <laughs> but it's straight to do it every night. When I do three shows in a row, I did that tour with Sandler, and we did nine in a row or ten in a row. 
it was me, him, and Nick Swartz and then Schneider. And just doing that every night, you start to go, it's literally like Groundhog's Day. You you start to hate your act because you're like, this fucking shit. And then you see the guys on the side watching. And then they go, hey, you said this word different. You go, don't listen every night. I swear to God, it's so embarrassing. Like, I'm doing the same shit. Who the fuck is critiquing you? They're not really crew. critiquing me. They're just, they're is it just Schneider? Saying, they're just, it is Schneider. But um, <laughs> that's funny. Schneider's the funniest one. The first night we did that. He goes, ah, Spade, your fucking shit so funny. So much good writing. You did this, and this is new, and that. You killed it. And he can sort of be, you know, hot and cold. So uh, I said, Schneider, I love it, and let's not discuss this again on the tour. And, and he goes, I go, I appreciate that, and I'm going to lock it away. And next night he goes, you went three minutes too long. What was that shit at the end? What fucking happened to last night's guy? I go, that's it. See, I told you I wanted to quit while I'm ahead. No, I'm doing stand-up. No, I'm sitting down. I love it that you just... Stood no, I, up. No, I stood up because I was inching uh, over the watermelon. Uh, Anna Ferris demands watermelon. The crowd needs to know. <laughs> yes, uh, Anna. We so, yeah, we're, we get we're some cool. Anna. You're the, you are the only one that's ever asked for anything. You're an asshole. I just said, do they have that? <laughs> Dear listeners, David Spade um, Well, they don't really pamper cantaloupe. the shit out yes, of you. Can we talk about this for watermelon? a second? Watermelon? Yeah, we can. So that was, I, I thought we that thought was We thought you were joke. fucking with us. It was real. I said, mm. <laughs> did you not know what you were getting into? We are fucking unqualified. This, no, like, I I, we don't have writers on a podcast. I just said they're on a set. Maybe they have fruit or something. They're like watermelon or cantaloupe. Well, no, she had to send Michael to go to the supermarket yeah, to go Michael get Michael. Sherman. He can get out of here and go no, do he something. Says you have a huge shake dick, the tree so a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Michael needs to make up for this fucking text this morning. <laughs> Michael's over there going, "Should I wear the green shirt again today?" Anywhere. Um, no, okay, but Michael's been great. Michael's, Michael's been the been best. Great. So good, good for you. Michael, consuming thanks for really melon. busting your hump and getting some cantaloupe in here. All right. Um, Wait to have Rob Schneider. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Literally on the on the Sandler tour, he's like, and we need uh, organic peaches. It's like, what the fuck? He's got a Ziploc full of bag, you know, full of pills, and then Adam got sick, and they go, don't get many shots, and we're like. We have a show tonight, and you can't get up. They're just going to jack him up like Pink Floyd and push him on the fucking stage. <laughs> so the doctor goes up there, and Rob sneaks up there and goes, I didn't let him give the shots. We go, fuck you. Are you serious? Go, We're canceling the show tonight. Gave him some echinacea. And I go, we got a real fucking Jenny McCarthy on our hands here. <laughs> so he couldn't go on that night. We canceled a full show, in full sold-out show, because Robbie goes, no, here's what you need. You take these little squirts, these drops. And Adam's like, I'm barfing. I, this isn't helping. <laughs> ready for deal breakers go you are single okay is this a deal breaker Ooh. she tells you when she was younger she did some tasteful soft core art house movies deal breaker or eight out of ten dates i've had <laughs> <laughs> listen tasteful that's where she won me over uh by the way every girl's instagram is like penthouse so who cares it's it's Fucking, now it's just down to, they're showing their boobs and they're... Okay, but what if you see it and her, when she delivers, she doesn't deliver her dialogue with any passion? <laughs> I would hate her for bad acting. That is a turnoff, I'd have to say. Or if she did like an open mic night and was bombing, I'd be like, ugh. Of course I like pizza. Of course I like pizza. I really like Hawaiian pizza. 
Are you in a porn right now? Yeah, that's I'm. Tr- yeah, yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, that's my acting. I like it. Okay. Actually, that's sexy. So don't do that. Um, <laughs> David, you're funny. That's what I like the girls to say on a loop every ten minutes at dinner. You're so funny. You're so funny though. But they it's say so girls weird. like guys that are you're funny, so funny. But the truth is, I like girls that are funny too. But they don't have to be fucking Robin Williams. They can just be sort of their own little charmy funny, which can be barely anything. It's just you know likable. But is that because? But when you see like when they always go, girls love, you know, guys with a sense of humor. But it's so vague. It's like saying music. It's like, well, what kind do you like? Do you like? Carrot top? Do you like props? Do you like uh, Dennis Miller type? Do you like Seinfeld? You know what I mean? There's so many different. So if you're not that kind of humor, they think is funny. Because sometimes they go, "You have to see this movie. It's so funny." And I see it and I go, "This is fucking horrible." Yeah, but but there's also the bigger question with you because you're a celebrity. You're a huge celebrity, so Ooh. everyone is performing around you. What do you mean? So, oh, they're doing their little bits. Yeah. yeah. So you get it too, I they think. get like self conscious and like, and so you get a. I imagine you get a lot of like, yeah, like, oh, like I've loved you since, <laughs> oh, and like. Since my, oh my parents made me watch your movie. <laughs> but what about, sometimes I'm at dinner, have you ever gotten this, this, this number? Like I see a guy on a date and he sees me at this table and he starts doing a little razzle dazzle for his chick. Like he starts being funny. Like I might hear it or something. Oh, oh God. It's so gross. And oh. he's like, and the chick's like, what the fuck are you? You turn into a clown. What? He's like this. Yabba dabba do. Oh. It's such a weird phenomenon. I swear I've seen it so many times. It's got to be real. Oh, you have to like, it's can too you secretly good. record I wish to this? God. I bet you get it and you don't notice it. But guys sometimes turn it up a notch when you're around, I'm sure. Because they well, think because, you want no, no, them no. to be funny. No, no, no. Because thing. it's not, because the difference is, is that. A girl will say to his date, like, oh, my God, I think that's David Spade. He is so funny. I think he is so funny. Okay. And the dude and goes, suddenly oh, gets I'm insecure. Funny. And he's like, yeah. Watch I'm this. Se- yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's the breads talking to each other, shaving yeah. with the pepper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you like pussy? Oh, no. Do you like pussy? Is that what this joke was? I don't <laughs> He's trying to be funny, and (laughs) that I actually would find that sort of funny. I I I was like, "That's a good one." (laughs) I'm gonna work it in tonight at Houston's, where I always go. Uh, Go ahead. So, but I don't. It doesn't transfer the same way with me. Like, if I do get recognized, usually it's a woman saying to her boyfriend or whatever her date saying like oh my god i think that that's that girl um in that movie in that movie that i can't remember you know the raunchy ones i think they're scream no it's not she scream plays a ding dong all she the plays time ding dong but <laughs> maybe she's actually smart i don't know but what if she's smart but she's, I doubt it. she seems really cool and then the dude's like she's not as hot as you oh they say that that is a good one i don't i don't know that's i make that's a mistake the conversation go, i'm imagining hot. i go what did you say and i go what I'm the dumbest. I'm like, this waitress is so hot. That hostess is so hot. And she's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, what? I appreciate you. You don't? She's like, oh, yeah, you got me. Okay, I don't. So appreciate beauty. Now, what kind of beauty do you appreciate, David? No. I don't see beauty. That's a lie. I, oh, yeah, you don't. You never have. That was a lie. I'll give myself that one. It was a lie. So when the check comes, she fumbles for her credit card. You tell her that you have it, and she says, good, because a man should always take care of the check. I would agree. 
Really? Yeah. That's not a deal breaker. No. Really? No way. My mom told me even if it's girls that are friends, you pay everything. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to back it up because we wanted to make this slightly complicated. She <laughs> fumbles for her credit card. She's faking it and then she's trying to catch me going, yeah, that's right, you're going to buy why are you putting your coat on? I've caught a little bit of a chill. Oh, I'm sorry. It's brisk in here. It's getting down to like 80 in this dressing room. This dressing high room is such a mansion. Watermelon, I'm cantaloupe. <laughs> it's so nice in here. Heat. <laughs> All right, last one. You have a great date. Yeah. They're all date related, of you course. you are driving her home. Yeah. Well, you're, you're about to drive her home. Yeah. At the valet, she says, Daddy... Daddy. Make sure to tip him. Is that a deal breaker or a proposal? <laughs> I guess I guess you answered the question. <laughs> Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> daddy. You know, girls have said daddy, and you know what happens is that, it, first of all, you know it's sort of off on the wrong foot because it's going a sexual way, which is fine, but then it's like the next day, Daddy, I need a new radiator on my car. And you're like, oh, it's going to just be Daddy pays the bills? Is that it? Which is which has happened, which is fine. Wait, wait, wait how long? Yeah, we have to delve into this. Yeah, wait, how long? Yeah, go ahead. I know you Well, it's so odd right now that you're standing up. I'm getting very no, anxious. Was, you're about to run as, out of here. It was hard to see. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I have a bad neck. It's not your fault. Do you want a pillow? You ragging me about it nonstop is your fault. Well, because um, it's making me anxious. I feel like I should stand up and dance or something no i'm going back down all right so daddy <laughs> under the right context is it's it a fine. turn on sure or is it a turn off it's overall kind of stupid but <laughs> now and then if you know it's i don't know but that's who you date right shut the fuck up you don't know one you don't know literally one thing about me you're such a jerk <laughs> no, i no no you know what you I literally know? here's the podcast who's on today spade <laughs> david spade yeah He's here. Okay. And what does he do? Two seconds. You got to date chicks. Bye. <laughs> yeah. You said it'd you're be like, funny we're here with for a, in a relationship hey. podcast. I'm oh, funny it? for Holy a girl. Yes. The whole time. Yes. This is what happened. This is what happened. Okay. Oh, good. So I'm, I'm, watching I'm watching your David. Shit. Hold on. I'm, I'm watching no, David the entire no, time. And I'm watching you like, oh my God, we're just going to talk about dating and relationships the entire time. This is, is a relationship what podcast. About? The, the two calls yes. that we're going to have are relationship calls. Okay. I got it. This whole podcast is based on relationships. Yeah. So yeah, it's man. not just you. Like, it's not all about game. you. Stop my bullshit. <laughs> I was just like, she's really picking yeah. on me. No, no, no. Because the few times that we socialized, which I've had a fucking blast at, 
It's like you're surrounded by all these fucking hot women. Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll have a glass of cab. And no, one time we spaghetti. went, my trainer was there, who's actually really pretty. And uh, But if I would never drag you out if I was on a date. They'd be like, who the fuck is this no, no, chick that's hotter than everyone? You weren't on dates. Oh, no, there's cute sweet. girls. There's cute girls. Sometimes there's cute girls around, but you would be the biggest cock block. I couldn't Aww. drag you anywhere. That's sweet. Thanks, Mr. Spade. <laughs> you also said I was funny this for a girl. This chick comes in the room, va, va, boom. Got her hair, <laughs> all blow dry. What? Oh, yeah. When has that ever happened? I've never seen you with your hair done, but um, yeah. I think in a movie you I'm had sort it Sort of a slob. Once. That's all right. It's your charm. <laughs> Um, Dear listeners, he's No, but that's a nice scrunchie you have on. (laughs) You have a scrunchie line coming out? (laughs) Making money. Um, So keep going. All right. Well, let's get the calls. We'll get the calls now. You were were terrible at deal breakers. Oh, the game? I I thought we did good because, you know. No, no, no. You didn't even put yourself in any of the situations. I didn't quite understand. You have to put your headphones on. Oh, it is a little better on here. All right. We're going to call Brittany. Are you going to walk away from this feeling like I've been really... Brittany is in Ontario. You're going to email me after with a three-paragraph apology. (laughs) Minimum. And fuckface better jump in, too, Michael. And uh, she's 30. I know. I like him for that. Hello? Hey, Brittany. Brittany, Hi, Brittany. Brittany's Ontario. She's 30. Hi, Brittany. Anna, say hi to Brittany. Hi, Brittany. It's Anna. And you're here with David Spade. Hi. Thanks so much for doing this. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me on. Oh wait, Brittany, you're going to ask us us a question? Yes, so Brittany, well, she needs some relationship advice Okay, here. that's good. So Brittany, tell us what's going on with this guy you met. Um, okay, so I live in a really small town, um, and I've taken a bit of a break from dating for work and whatnot, and I decided to try out t- Tinder. So I met a guy on Tinder, and uh, we didn't get to meet right away because he went away for uh, for work for about a month. So we had like a FaceTime, phone and texting kind of relationship and we got pretty close. And uh, so the next big town to where I live is about two hours away. So I went to go pick him up from the airport and it was very exciting and I gave him a big hug, but I noticed there was a smell that was a little bit unpleasant um, that he was emitting, but I kind of just like shrugged it off and thought, you know, he's been on a plane for about eight hours and that must be why. And uh, so we had a nice date. Like we went for dinner, didn't really sit that close to each other for a nice breezy walk outside. And uh, then he came out to visit me in my town and I noticed that it was still there. And um, so I kind of brought up the subject a little bit. Of, Ooh, it's tough. What did, how, how did you bring it up? You're like, let's hit the showers. <laughs> he actually, it's very strange because he showers like two to three times a day. But he does not wear deodorant or any kind of colognes or body sprays. And he's a 35-year-old man, and I thought that was really strange. But I'm not sure how to... Bring it up again? Bring it up in a did way you, that's Did you actually rude. physically bring it up, or did you just hint around, or did you say something? I, I hinted around it a little bit, and he always was telling me how nice I smelled. So I told him the kind <laughs> of smells that I like on men. And... Uh, and I asked him what he wears, and he said nothing. And I asked him why. And uh, he said he prefers to go au naturel because he never smells ever. What, so, w- so the tone, when, when he said that, 
element was like, did did you have a sense of defensiveness or did it feel like he was being genuine? Um, I think he was being genuine. Like, I honestly that think sounds that like genuine. Yeah. Really oh, but you know, what's really strange is, I mean, he was married and with someone for six years and he has very close friends that he works with and stuff and no one's ever said anything to him. So what I'm just his- wondering like what my place is there. Br- Brittany, what are his hobbies? Um, Not using the zest. That's an American <laughs> soap, Brittany. David, She's from Canada. David. Go ahead. Alan's yeah, getting mad at me. Yeah, because also um, zest is like zest for a, a commercial. <laughs> yeah, body wash. <laughs> We're not completely out of touch up here. Um, no, he uh, he uh, he does a lot of different things. He has lots of hobbies, actually. He's, can, uh, can I guess? Um, <laughs> he plays rugby and stuff. And, uh, that's that's what I, I want to know. Is, is there the rock climbing involved? Is there a lot of solitary <laughs> activities involved? Is there no, sort of... he's always with people. He's What's solitary with mean? Why would you ask that? Well, because his response, a normal person would be like, oh, like, I would have oh, said, oh my, oh my God, God. I, like I, I, I didn't know. Like, yeah, I haven't been wearing deodorant because I heard whatever you get Alzheimer's eventually. But some kind of uh, retreat into oneself is an indication of something that, that someone wasn't, wasn't aware of. As opposed to a defensive move or an offensive move, I suppose, of saying like, oh, I'm all natural. Like, I don't believe in this stuff. Then it seems to me like, well, that's the kind of guy that does a lot of solitary activities. Like whacking off. That's is that only, is that a solitary I activity? I only do. I usually group. don't have a crowd. You do, <laughs> of course. I have a small group of friends. What do you think we're gonna do after you leave? <laughs> what do you think we do on the commercial break, um, Brittany? But- I'm gonna jump in because she's sort of drifting. No, I um, no, I'm not but- I'm circling around. Okay, fine. Here's fine, a, David. Brittany, I'm a guy, so maybe you've seen me on stage and screen. Oh. I don't- oh, nice, Brittany. Thank you. Yes. What'd she say? I don't know. I Nothing. saw your boobs on Father of the Year. So. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Father of the Year. We'll be talking about it for that for the last half hour of the show. Um, and Anna gets mad if you plug anything, so I have to be real quiet about what's coming up. Anyway, Brittany, I'm a guy, and if a girl said that to me, I would do what she just said. I'd say, oh, my God. Like, everyone's usually self-conscious about themselves, especially on a date and they're with a girl and they like, they would be like, I don't want to give any reason for them not to like me. So you say, oh, what can I do? Oh my God. And when he said, I go on, on a trail, I have to say, I've had two, three girls over the last, you know, 10, 15 years that that's what they want. So there is a Wait, what population. They want? they want you to be like that. Well, like what? I well, lost, I have I a lost little bit of a, a must. Something, yeah. A little something. Oh, they would say, "Why don't you go play basketball before I right. come over, or I right. can't get turned on?" So what? They're gonna lick lick your armpit, lick your. Balls? I have had that that crazy, and I didn't know what to do. So, but they just like you. No, they don't have to lick everything, but they do like to just have it in the air. But I don't so get it either. But you they think said that his ego is strong enough. He might have had his last girlfriend saying, "I like." Makes that. his odor like he thinks that his odor is yeah. like seductive. Turn on. If he thinks yes. it's a turn on, I think. That is possible. You are Brittany. fucked up. No, David. no, no, no. I actually, I think David's making a lot of sense here. I'm sorry. Wow. Now the teacher becomes the pupil <laughs> because her whole team is turning on her. You should be here, Brittany. Um, what happened is these girls, either they don't like to admit it or what, but I bet his last girlfriend liked it 
And then like, oh, you're such a man's man. You really smell like a man. And then he goes, Brittany, you're, you're in for a treat because I really reek and you're going to be in heaven. And then you're like, I actually don't love that. But you sort of hinted to him, you know what? And he goes, I don't use any. You go, oh, maybe you should. Or, you know, I don't know how to say it because it's so mean, but. I know. I'm very Canadian and trying very not sweet. to be an apple. I, know. I can tell it, you're very but, nice. Uh, I, I could try to bring it up a couple times and tell him what I like and stuff, but he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He didn't seem to really listen. This is is the problem. This is why I wanted to ask about the hobbies because is he in a very self righteous place? You know what I mean? You're so much smarter than me. I I know. I I know, David. I know. Everyone tells you that. You're so much smarter than David Spade. <laughs> well, I can't wait to get into work tomorrow and tell everyone what a dumb shit I am. I don't. I don't think it's a big shocking. Like, how news was your break. podcast with David? Oh, what a fucking fucking flatliner that was. That ding dong. <laughs> I at least play them. This guy is living it. No, but but Brittany. So a couple of questions. I, I think that um, if he's if he's at all defensive, then he might not be sort of open into a relationship just in general and I think that maybe maybe you think about how much you like him too you know I think you're kind of right because he actually is away right now for school and uh he tried to lock down the long distance thing and I was like I can't do it sorry so I'm wondering like if I'm making excuses but it's I mean I'm almost embarrassed like to introduce him to friends or anything like that and I don't see how we could even proceed further without that problem being solved and I don't want you to be in a position where you're starting out a new relationship where you're sort of dictating almost like motherly um like shit you know and it feels awful so I definitely don't want to yeah. I, also, if you if he's not sort of listening, I know guys are bad listeners, which we've learned on the show so far. If she, if he's not really listening to you on that front, like I would take that as maybe address this situation because she's dancing around it. But I think I can pick up on it. Um, yeah. And then if he and then if he doesn't, maybe he's a little selfish. Anyway, he should be like, well, what do you like? Or give him a cologne for his birthday. Well, uh, so here, That's not bad. Give here, him some cologne you like. I think you need to kind of gauge what his level of interest is and how that is combating with his level of defense because a normal person who is super into you would be like, Oh shit. Like, uh, like I want to smell amazing for my love, you know? And I want to like work on this element of myself, but the stubbornness factor is something to clock. And, and uh, and I don't know if uh, so. I think that this is kind. Of, it's sort of on you to gauge how much you really like him, um, and and if you really do, and if he has other elements of complete generosity, then maybe you say something like, "I love amazing smells," and uh, like I, you're, I, you're not really I dealing love, one out right out of your pits right now. No, no, gentle, <laughs> gentle. I know David, you got to be a little gentle. gentle. I got it. But but it, but this is on you. I think this is like it seems like a minor issue, but it, it but it feels like a big one in terms of stubbornness and his his level of defense with it. Let's give her some final advice. Yeah, Brittany, do you really love him? Do you want to pursue anything with him? 
Um, I'm not too sure at this point because he's gone away for a few months now, but I feel like I have to coming back at Christmas. I feel like I have to address it beforehand if we want to spend time together again. I I, because it was pretty bothersome. How did he go away? Is is it a job? Is it a study abroad? What was it again? Um, He's actually in the UK doing graduate school right now. Oh, I had a similar situation with an Instagram model. It's very serious. They travel a lot. She went to Oxford. Yeah. She's a Rhodes Scholar. He texts me every day and um, tells me that he wants me and this is me. So I think he likes me. But oh, it's, um, oh, I saw a no, card at the part. car wash this weekend she, that said "See you later, Stinky." Maybe I should pick that up and get it. So to he is really attentive. That's what my friends say. <laughs> like that's not helpful. See you later. Wait, she, needs Brittany, to, she needs to just address Brittany, it and just tell her and tell her that look, I'm attracted Brittany, to you and I'm not going to be attracted to you for much longer unless oh, you address no, the situation. No, 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 because no. Because there's, there's no way the relationship. Uh, will, she can't be with the guy if she's not going to want to have sex with him and if he smells. Oh, That's just I how know, it works. I know, I know, I know. But here's the thing: like yeah. he's texting her every day. He's like he's very on attentive. The case, yeah. I, like it'd be one thing if he was a rock climbing asshole. But what if he has a chick out there and he's just checking in when he can? Oh, Brittany, I just sorry to bring that one into it. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Um, Guys that are always on the road, it's a drag because they might that's try true. to double down. That's true. That is, that's true. It's hard to be with a dude on, on the road. What I bristle on is his response to like sort of when, when you brought he, it up. he didn't deal with it. He didn't say, um, what can I do for you here? Yeah. And I mean, first of all, he sounds a I, I've had a girl say that when like you came, came in from somewhere and she's like, whoa. And then you go, oh my God, I got to deal with this right away. Like you're horrified and you deal with you try to deal with it but uh i've been caught mm-hmm. in that sitch especially after my hour-long drive into the valley today to anna's podcast anna anna i'm gonna get it on the 50th yeah. one Good. Yeah. um <laughs> spade just died um so anyway in summary oh any, oh in summary in your what I feel like we're going in circles with her now. No, but I don't know. This is on you to sort of gauge how much you like him. And and I find it an odd thing to to for him to be obstinate about. To obstinate. me, that's a red flag. Hang on, I'm looking up that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's got dictionary mouth like I, Ashley I, Judd. I, I, I think that, um, I, I, you know, I I like... Dated a couple of self-righteous types and it sort of made me crazy. And the only, and he might not be that at all, but for me it was like, okay, so, so this is what you believe in and you're willing to like not give in to any like compromise what your idea of, you know, whatever your values or ideals are, whatever. And I just don't know if that is a person that's in a place for a great partnership, I guess. I mean, if she really likes him, then she she has to address it. And if he doesn't comply, then she's going to move on because she's not going to want to have sex with him. It's just simple as that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fucking easy for you guys to say. But do you know how easily <laughs> you guys yeah, are you offended? Nicely, that's the problem. By fucking everything. <laughs> that reeks on a girl? No, you can't you can't say to a guy like mm-hmm. I don't like you know the tube socks that you're wearing as I'm wearing tube socks right now but it, it's like Did you know the- I was coming today? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's got to go to Gold's gym after this. It's like guys are so they're so unused to being like having any 
criticism applied towards them? It's no, it's not like that at all. If someone, if a girl said to me, I'm not going to sleep with you unless you take a shower and put some deodorant on, I'm going to fucking do that. No. It's simple as that. But <laughs> do you know what would happen then? You would come to your friends, hopefully me, and you would say, I went out with this, this girl last this night. And she said that I'm not going to fuck you until you whatever showered. And I would be like, fuck that cunt. No, no. They no. Would say, my, my friends would be like, it. what the hell's wrong with you? Why aren't you showering and putting on deodorant? <laughs> That's what they would say to me. Well, and oh, also no, this, uh, this would never apply to you, Sim, because you shower like 18 times a day. <laughs> and you know we're in a drought. <laughs> uh, okay, we have to say yeah. bye to her. Because we, I mean. All right. Oh, Brittany, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I have a specific solution. I think you're dead on with a lot of what you're saying. I just have to think about it a little bit more, I think, and uh, decide if I feel like I'm the person to say something or if I want to be the person exactly. to say Exactly, because he'll resent you, and then the next girl will be like, oh, thank God his And you almost don't want it if you break something. up with him. If you tell him, you're just helping the next girl. You don't even want that. Just exactly. Like you I know. Just take her out, too. Yeah, I, I didn't like his response to that. That's, I guess, the... And for that reason, I am out. <laughs> hey Brittany thank you so much Brittany, I love Brittany you. Thank, and thank you thank you so much and please thank please you. please, please. Love your book, Anna. Right. thank you please give us uh, feed, feedback or you know whatever oh David Spade has a book too we need to plug that you should read his book oh actually listen to his it's book it's an audio book it's an audio book on six audible hours yeah and yeah, it's, it's called, called uh, a Polaroid guy in a Snapchat world by the way tell your friends you liked me more than Anna okay bye <laughs> thank oh. you so, wait, oh. let's say okay bye Brittany thank you so much there's Thanks no way so that much. would ever happen. Brittany, Bye. thank you again. Bye. Bye. No, because you give that empathetic Ooh. ending. Brittany, I know. Brittany, thank you again. Yeah, because I fucking love my listeners. Do we Do we want to do another call? Do you have time or not? Do we already hit 40? Uh, we're about 35. Well, I didn't know these. She went into long-windedness. Do you have time for another call? Or yeah, do we'll we... do another one. Okay, let's do it. Oh, oh, is that my big <laughs> thank you wink? <laughs> Dear listeners. That's my David big, Spade uh... just thank you winked me. Which felt very patronizing. Thank you, Wink, the shit out of me. Hey, her. thanks so much for coming by. Do you want to take your melon home? Thanks. <laughs> you know what? You guys can have it after I eat as much <laughs> until I'm full. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited-edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code MOM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 
All right, we're going to call Megan now. And <laughs> Megan is in Florida. She's in Tampa, and she is 26. Hi. Hey, Megan, it's Sim. How are you? Good, how are you? Sim. Hey, Megan, it's David Spade with my guest, Anna Ferris. <laughs> oh, God. Megan, I'm so sorry. I love you. Thank you for doing this. So she doesn't have to this talk is, to this me. This is how Bye, the last David. hour has okay. been. So David needs to leave soon, so let's get right to it. <laughs> Tell us what's going on with you, Megan. Sure. So um, I went on a trip to Georgia with a group of friends a couple months ago, um, and there was a guy going on the trip that I'd only met like once before, but he was really cute. And first night of the trip, we're all drinking, having a good time, and uh, he and I end up kissing, and then he ends up admitting that um, he's had a crush on me for years since we first met like years ago in college. Um, so the whole trip turned into feeling like a week long first date. And after the trip, he lived about four hours away. So we just, um, were FaceTiming and talking on the phone every day. And that went on for about a month. And I was starting to like him more and more. We were talking every single day. And then, um, so after about a month of us talking, he just completely ghosts me, stops calling, stops texting. I don't really try to reach out that much because I just take the hint and move on. Um, and so that was three months ago. And then the other night he sends me a super long text message saying that he's so sorry um, for how he acted and he knows how it must have seemed, um, but that he, he kind of stopped talking to everybody that he knows um, because he was just kind of depressed and a lot of bad stuff was happening in his life. And he wanted to reach out and say that he was really sorry. Um, so he ends up coming into town like the next day, which was yesterday. Um, and he was seeing some friends in town and he stops by to say, hi, and we get dinner together, um, and we end up kissing, and um, after that, I, I said I didn't know what to do, and I didn't want to lead him on, and I just needed to think about things, um, so that is how it has ended, and I have no idea what to do, <laughs> so I need your advice. Okay, so um, do you suspect that he's also in another relationship? No, I don't think so. Do you suspect that he was dating someone else or reaching out to other girls during that three-month period? Do you feel like he was talking to other girls during that time? That's what I assume the situation was when he didn't reach out to me. But since we've talked, he, it, it seems like that's not the case. It seems like he just stopped talking to everyone, like our, our friends, too. Like, it seems like he cut everybody out. David, a question for you. Yes. Okay. Do men ever use, like, I've had a crush on you for blank amount of time as an in? Well, that part of the story I was believing because she's probably... No, 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 but do you know what I'm saying? Of course, like, there's a... The, like, people convince um, themselves of anything. It, it's sort of a good I mean, I bet that flirt did, move that could but maybe not mean you're flirting, but you could be... A, you know, I've always had a crush on you. It's sort of a, a big flirt move. But, but I imagine that a, a guy who says that sometimes also has had crushes on... Other know, girls. Maybe, yeah you know, a handful of other people right. for a few years. I, I just don't, I didn't know if that was David, you being, you yeah. know, a man about town. Um, <laughs> I have, my is my the, reputation is, that, is the worst in is, this room. Is that, is that, the rest of the is town that, I'm not so bad. Is, is, that, is that a player move? <laughs> I went to player? Yeah. But, From man about town, which is sort of at least fucking cloaked a little bit. <laughs> this fucking watermelon that I earned. <laughs> 
Um, uh, but no, no. All right, we'll get oh, back to I'm you. I'm sorry. Dave. She's no, being no, very no, sweet no, and no, sort of going no, no, silent. No, no. Okay. I will wait. say, do you think he came in for some action, and that's why he contacted you because he was coming in town? No, I don't think so. I like that you didn't give <laughs> it up, though. Thank you. Because Thank you, that was say. probably tough. Because you probably were like, I miss him. It, this would sort of get us back in a groove. Uh, he is back. Maybe this will work. Maybe he was depressed. I mean, that's sort of a card you can play if you're it's sort of a general thing just to get out of being ghosting someone. And you know what's happened in my life sometimes is like when I've had the flattery, a guy sort of saying something like that on like a crazy evening. Um, and by evening, I mean night and by night, I mean morning. (laughs) (laughs) Just be a stand up comic. But the flattery of that is almost sometimes more intoxicating than the actual person. Sometimes, so I wonder how much do you do you like this guy? That is a really good question, and the flattery is a big piece of it. But during the whole week long trip when I first met him, I was super hesitant about everything because he was so ready to jump into a relationship and all of this. And it was after a while of us talking and stuff that I started to really like him. So it was really a slow fall of me starting to like him. So I mean, I'm not in that place anymore now. I still have feelings for him, but obviously after three months of absolute silence, I'm not able to jump back into how I felt before. Of course, because that's that's painful. I, I think heartbreak and crushes and crush break, it's an important journey through life because I think that it helps you be more empathetic. David, take notes. I have been smashed to bits. You don't know one thing. I'm going to send you my resume ahead of time next time. Just so you do the brief. But I don't think you should proceed forward at all with this guy. He needs to work a lot harder. Yeah. And even then, I, I, don't, it's worth I, it. I, I don't know. But it sucks. It sucks to be seduced in. Yep. That was shitty then, hard sell. Yeah. And then, and then feel like, well, wait, what? Like, you're not genuine? Or like, what did that mean? That magical night? And I think it's crappy as a guy, you know, you try to be straight up. So at least they know what they're getting into. A lot of my buddies throw out the one, four, three really early. And that's a trick. What? What's that? They tell them they're in love with them early. Fuck. And then they do it just to get some action. And then they go, this chick's all over me. I go, you did fucking tell her you were in love with her. You dumb shit after three days. And he's like, do you think that part of them actually believed it? No, I think they do. It's, it's sort of a hustle and it, gets them to run the show because then the girls are, you know, it's a dreamy, like you said, there's a seduction that, that was a very smart observation. Like the guys like seducing you with all that fun of that's more interesting than the physical aspect. And guys are good at like taking a break like that. And they could come in town and be like, Hey, let's hook up. Like it's not quite as hard, but they forget that the girl, you just took her on a freaking roller coaster. So it's, she's not into it at this second, and it's hard to ramp up again, and and then he leaves yeah, again. Like what? Do you, what do you do after ghosting? Like what would be your move? I would stay ghosted, I guess, because no, no, no. But would you, how? Like if you were like back in town, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember. I well, remember, I remember that girl. It's too shitty she to say. Cool. Let's uh, hook up some here for a couple of days. You know what I mean? Unless you're in Motley Crue, it's. It's a hard move to pull off, by the way. And I'm worried about like, the, the dropping of depression. Could there be truth to that? or I bet there's a degree of truth. Right. But I also think that it's being used in a minute. Yep. I think so, too. That, I'm depressed that's my because I'm like this, where no, I go through. Right. 
Because right. I feel like if, if he really, really, really was in love with her, yeah, there was then, no three-month gap. Then, like, people show their cards, you know? People, people fucking show their hand. And I think that this guy is just not the one. Because I feel like this is what happened. I feel like he really did like you, Megan. I feel yeah. like he really liked you a lot. Then he met someone else who, and he wanted to try it out with her for whatever reason, and then it didn't work out. Then he realized, yeah, oh, possibly. let me go back to Megan, who was really great. I think that's what happened. That's very possible. And, and it sucks. It's the worst position to be in. Because you don't know that part of it either. Yeah. And so you just right. think. And then, but the, the thing, if he were honest, potentially, if he were like, listen... That I had this other you, you thing and I felt like really, yeah. like if you were mature enough to be honest and, and explain something for the reason for the ghosting that was not all about self-absorption. By the way, even if it wasn't um, great news, it's better to tell and then they... Yeah. Then you have a chance exactly. because they go, and the, okay, but, now but I'm a big like, girl. Right. I'll decide if I want to get back in. Absolutely. Right. And, but then it's like, and then also like the dude could say like, but Megan, here's what I realized, what I love about you. And I'm like, I'm, I'm incredibly sorry. How can I make this up to you? How can I start over or whatever? Say, oh God, am I so, I am. Yeah. No, no, listen, no, you're I'm doing 41. No, you're very yeah, good at this. You're actually better than I thought you'd be. You're very. Fuck <laughs> you. David. I thought you'd be really skimming over the top, yeah, but you get into it. Fuck you. No, you've already said fuck you to me 30 times more than any guest. I'm the guest. Do you yeah. even understand? Yeah. I'm how a, many, on how a many, pedestal. <laughs> I know you did all your research. I walk research in, she's like this, hey, fuck this guy. Oh, hi, I'm the uh, professional comedian podcasts guest. podcasts that we've done, right, David? <laughs> You've done 130? Yeah. We've been doing it for three years. They said this is the first one. Megan, when, Wait, da- what? when David Someone told came me this is the first one. I got some bad information. When, Megan, when David came in here, I was like, doing okay for like, the first one. This is a relationship <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right God. we have to give her some but final hey, advice we i know she's like i'm still on the phone guys <laughs> i'm um, sorry uh, Anna gets yeah crazy. it's though i hate giving the advice of of protecting your heart but i think in this i'm on case, honest team on this one you you you, you have to he blew it uh, yeah unless there's a bigger degree of honesty i guess unless he surfaces with something that what really happened in those three months yeah i wouldn't, I wouldn't bother his parents come to you and told you that he was in a psych ward that is good advice i mean he did say you know his his car broke down and his he got kicked out of his apartment and things so i feel that's like ridiculous. he's genuine maybe that's he's ridiculous. just a loser maybe it's yeah, no, that's, that's punch out anyway megan here's the here's the horrible he bought some horrible, bad lotto horrible tickets. truth <laughs> because it's so we we uh, i don't I, know my car humans, broke down the gas we, station was three months away <laughs> We want Megan. I'm sorry that you're talking to three fucking bitter, asshole. Yeah, guys, jaded, been to the ringer. Yeah, I like Megan. She's sweet. Yes. But but the thing is, is that I I just want I just don't want you you to have any more pain. I think you want to believe uh, a different version of himself. That I, I just don't I just don't know if it's true. Maybe and I could be completely wrong. But I um but I never am. <laughs> hey Megan, well, thank you so much for hanging out with and, us today. And also, please know, Megan, we've all been there. We've all been there, and and I know that we're gonna get like great feedback from our listeners who will completely relate to your to your story. And uh, I just I just want you to you know protect yourself and and not make yourself vulnerable to this to this guy who where it feels like things just don't add up. You know. 
Megan. I love you. And I Megan. love you, Megan. Megan, this is David. One last final thought. I love thought. you, Tiana. Megan, listen to me. Father of the Year is on Netflix right now. And Anna <laughs> forgot to mention that, Anna. So uh, I think if Wait, are you this promoting, might be the time. You're promoting the movie and the book? Mm-hmm. You have two things happening. Yeah, you said the second caller I can um, promote okay, everything yes, after, to yeah, her. Of course. I'm sorry, sure. Megan. I'm really, really Megan, sorry. Megan, I'm sorry. Uh, this is the first time our guest so promoted we their... Ta- so, wait, David. So, we tell... So, you're on a new show. No. Is that fun? It's I wish called, this was the interview. Is it... Wait, so, wait. No, it's a movie. It's called Father of the Year. Mm-hmm. Don't go into interview of my voice. You have a different oh, voice. no, but it's so fun. It's Megan, so you should be funny. here and watch her ripping me. It's, it's so funny. It's so it funny. A couple of my staff a saw clips. Do you have fun? The whole, we're like a family. Oh, you are? Yeah, oh, we all hate each other. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> when you're on the set. Uh, Megan, you don't need to be here for this. She's really like talking down to me. And, and do you enjoy the format? Oh, boy. <laughs> Megan, I'm going to be the Sim who's the wrap-up yeah, wait guy. A minute. You like, also wrote a book all by yourself? Mm, nobody said that. Um, no, I did. And it's an audio book where it's even easier for you, Anna. You just uh, listen to it. Oh, thank goodness. Because I can't read. You know that. David, thank you so much for being I'm here. I'm not today. done. Oh. <laughs> Megan, thank Megan, you. We're so getting much. rid of Megan. Okay, not Megan, me. Megan, thank you so much. Megan, thanks. Netflix. Thank you. All. I love you, Megan. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Oh, you're not Bye. done? Tell us more. Tell oh. us more. Was it hard to read all day? I didn't. That's Did a you? great question, actually. It, you know, it was tough. She's faking it, but I have real answers. You know, it was tough <laughs> at the beginning. You know, you get in that booth, and it's like a show. I'm a one-man performer. Oh. What happened was, I didn't know it was the non-promotional. I got 30 more things to talk about. <laughs> I anyway. thought you said you had to leave. I know. Suddenly that was before the promo fun. shit happened. <laughs> Well, that was before you realized it was 130 episodes in, so we must, yeah, yeah, we're we must be a successful out. podcast. That was before I got the fucking green light to talk about something I've done in my career. Uh, you've got the green light. Can I take this shit off now? Yeah, okay. Oh. So David, David Spade. By the um, way, you know, you have a good voice. I was going to tell you that. Do people know you for your voice? Yeah. Because when I go yeah, to 7-Eleven and you don't me talk. great character by complimenting me? That's a very good tactic. I was trying. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. No, because you were gonna hit me again and make fun I of totally, me. Totally. No, I'm not making row. fun of you. I'm playing a character. No, I know. I don't want to get interviewed about my stupid. Please, audio come on. No, I will not talk. But there's nothing you could make me talk about it. Oh come on. Four come on New York Times. Who said that? We're not talking about this shit. Who so, cares about numbers? Now, what did you like? What was the most rewarding um, thing that you got out it. of recording an audio book? The check. <laughs> the other parts were nice I bet when you but were in that soundproof second. booth And yes, you saw a couple there. of people grin on occasion Rarely. Through the glass That you felt good about I yourself I look up right? while they're texting And they're like give me a thumbs up Good stuff guy Killing it Can we'll we put get the you any in later, chamomile tea? Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen And, and tell us about your stupid. show It's not a show dingbat <laughs> It's a fucking movie. It's a high quality movie. Tell us about your movie. Well, anyway, why is everyone leaving? At first. <laughs> no, but tell us because I know that there's such a strong message in this, <laughs> in this movie, which is about sort of being yourself and growing. Am I correct? You're doing your... <laughs> I like your regular voice. Oh, I'm not going to give it to you. You didn't earn it. Um, 
There's a rumor there's another scary movie coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. Is it true oh. or not? You're cutting deep, Spade. Scary movie's great. I just wasn't in five. Oh, you weren't? No, Did I you was getting too back? old. No, I didn't get invited back. I wasn't in Police Academy 5. I was in four. And I was fucking counting on it. I had my eyes on this Toyota Celica. I'm not even joking. But I didn't want to pull the trigger too early. And I go, there's no way we won't bring me back with all my charm and charisma. And I, it, I wasn't even a thought. They were like, there's not even a chance he's coming back. I was like, I got 25 grand for the person. I was going to get 75. And I was going to be on fucking blowing bills like when those money guns at a strip up with my per diem <laughs> anyway that was a crusher moment all right police academy five look for it do you, don't rent do, that do one do you want to plug anything else no stupid i'm mad at you oh oh don't be mad i didn't fight. know I and i'm so hot you, I'm as, com- worse as a comedian I, I thought you would be like sort of hardened towards you know hurt feelings i thought like i break like a little guys, girl I'm nice person. In real I life. know, I know. You picked up the check a few feelings. times. You're fun to have a dinner. You're very hysterical and fun to talk to. By the way, I have to say, in summary, first of all, this is a disaster. You don't have to air it. <laughs> but second of all, in summary, it's good. Like it's like one of those practice shows, you know. And then you get the beats down. Ah, <laughs> oh, the watermelon's good over there. He's good sitting there. We might switch these two around. But I feel like you. A, have a nice voice. It's Thank very you. distinctive, and Thank I like you. it. And then B, you, you're very thought out and smart. These answers, especially those questions, you have. You're, you're a thinker. You really, ha- you really analyze. I and love get, how you get, underestimate. And me. I not really underestimating you. I'm just saying. First of all, everyone I know is stupid. So anyone that stands out like that, <laughs> so I'm I guess like, it's Jesus more Christ. like this is about your arrogance. That everyone is no. I'm stupid with them. I'm saying I don't answer or think like you do. Where. It's above the norm where I just sort of skim through life with that beep, bop, boop, saying my stupid shit. This is something we should examine more. Nope, of. too bad. It's the end of the show. <laughs> um, we had a great guest this week, David Spade, that we couldn't get to all the calls. Thanks for buzzing in. Uh, look at our website. You can go to blah, blah. I don't know what it is. Anyway, David. I like when I make fun of you guys. It's dead silent. Everyone's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We shit on you. Um, that's our motto. David, thanks so much for doing this. <laughs> the most ungenuine thanks. I've no, had no, no, no. This is no. Are you being? Are you? Yes, being I'm totally. Yes, okay, yes. Because I've, I've, I, w- I was looking forward to this, to having you on here, because I, I fucking love you, and uh, and I think you're brilliant. And yes, are you like the macadamia nut of nuts? Yes. All right. It would compliment? Uh, Question mark. Well, I'll take it. But uh, but see no. how dumb I am. I take it as a compliment. I'm like, oh, thank you. No, it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, your defenses are a little you mean, high. You're like we're, we're you're, you're work a macadamia nut. You're like no, only in Hawaii. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Can you come back sometime, or do you? Are you? This you whole feel- year is tough for me, but in 2020, <laughs> I've got a break in August. Just with the slots, I've got some things back to back. Just turning down stuff sure. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in between turning down stuff right now. Uh, all right, I got to get back on the 405 to the 15 to the 12. Wait, but say that in no, a No, but the good voice. news is this is convenient funny, for you. funnier voice. Um, <laughs> beep my move. Wait, come on. Can you do it? A, a funny voice? voice? Yeah. Uh, I can't so. really. So I don't know. I don't mean to put the pressure on you. No, you're good. This Go is, on. You got to get on the 405 to the 15 to the well, 12. Well, it's nine freeways away. Yeah, but 
And then as long you, as you had to walk six feet from your one, uh, two, no, we're not, you didn't walk anywhere. We're zero. in your dressing room. Do they know that? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you tell your crowd? Our listeners. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our listeners know. Cause that. you're, you're honest about everything. Yeah. That's what I heard about this. I did hear that your show is really good and you're honest and you talk about anything. The people that don't know are like the crew and my bosses. Oh, they don't know you're here. <laughs> Why is she here nine hours after the table read? <laughs> This is her 30-minute exactly. day. Uh, like, and the poor security guard has to stay later. Oh, because of you? Oh, he can guard you? No, because of you, David, though. So someone from the Big Bang Theory comes up and beats you up <laughs> from the lot. David. Uh, Anna, you're still going to walk me out, or do you have to do more when I leave? No, no. Is this we're it? Done. We're yeah, done. Oh, this is it? it? Yeah, okay. Is it. All right, All right well, you, can you walk me out to Lancashire? Good night, dear listeners. Right. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you, David. Thanks, guys. Lancashire. <laughs> Lancashire.